Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Self Made Mastery. I am your host, Adrian Finch, and this is episode 72 the only way to make positive and lasting change in your life. So when it comes to deciding that you want to make a change in your life, whether it's building a new healthy habit or starting a new business, most people believe that change will come from doing something different. And what most people fail to see is the truth that this change will actually come from being someone different. That the root of all change and the root of all of what we say and think and do stems from our core identity, our being, who we are. So in today's episode, I'm going to show you the importance of getting to that root when you want to make a change, as well as share with you a life-changing six words that will absolutely change the way you view yourself and the world around you. Most importantly, it will allow you to 10x yourself and your life. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Self-Made Mastery Podcast, your ultimate guide to total transformation. I'm your host, Adrian Finch, and I believe wholeheartedly that anyone from any background can create and live their dream life. And the best part is, you only need one thing to start, your mind. So join me here every Wednesday on this transformative journey to master your mindset and unlock your greatest potential. Let's go. Welcome back, guys, to the podcast. This week's episode was up a little bit late because it is election week here in the United States. What a crazy week. I may have a couple voice cracks within this podcast because I feel like I have been talking so much. I was staying up a little bit too late, um, so I apologize if my voice is a little whack today, but I am so, so, so excited for this episode. I feel like this is really getting back to the root of what self-made mastery is, talking about mindset shifting and manifestation and things like that, Um, so I'm really pumped about this episode. I think it might be one of the best ones. There's a lot of dense information in a short amount of time, I think, um, as I haven't recorded it yet, (laughs) but you will absolutely want to bookmark, save, whatever you you can this episode and revisit it. Um, I think it's going to be really, really helpful. This is getting to the root of how we can actually create positive and lasting change. And if we don't do this, what I'm about to talk about, it's going to be really hard to create change. So I think you guys will really enjoy this episode. As always, I want to say thank you so much for being here, for taking that step, and for choosing to commit to the journey of mastering your mindset and transforming your life. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere where you get your podcasts if you aren't already, and tell a friend because why not? We're all trying to be the best versions of ourselves. We're all trying to stay mentally sane and healthy, and I'm so happy you joined me. So before we get started, it's time for One Step Closer to Mindset Mastery, and today's quote is actually the quote of the episode, Six Life-Changing Words, Um, and I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts basically when I discovered this, Um, and it's called the Mind Your Business Podcast, and he was interviewing this guy who I can't think of the name right now, um, but (laughs) I'll figure it out. It'll come to me. Um, they said a phrase and it stuck with me. I couldn't stop thinking about it. And a lot of this episode really is driving from that episode that I listened to. As always, you know, I get inspiration from various sources and then kind of apply stuff, strategies, techniques, and, you know, thoughts into my own life and share with you guys so you can do the same. Um, so this one comes from the Mind Your Business podcast. And the quote is, you are where your attention is. You are where your attention is. Now, I'm going to let you sit with that quote for a minute and we'll get back to it because this is all actually going to come full circle uh, here, but we need to start at the beginning. (laughs) So when it comes to us as human beings, we can kind of break down how we consciously operate. 
into sort of three categories, who we are, what we do, and what we feel, right? And there are other things too, like how we think and what we believe. But for for the most part, everything kind of falls under those three things. Be, do, feel. Who are we? What do we do? How do we feel, right? So being, doing, and feeling. Now, if you were to put those in order of our foundation and then going upward, so what's the most important and then what do you build on after that, what would be the order of those? Be, do, feel. Well, it's kind of a tricky question, right? Because I think we can all agree that being would be first. Who you are affects what you do and how you feel about doing it. But you could also argue that how you feel affects who you are and what you do. And the truth is that they're all intertwined and they all do affect each other. They work, they coexist together. Um, But the important part is that who we are, no matter what, no matter how that's decided, Who we are is the underlying foundation of everything. Our identity affects how we operate, how we learn, the choices we make, how we feel. Now, I'm going to get into what makes up who we are and kind of how to get to the root of that in a minute. But first, I want to talk about why knowing this is so important if you want to make a change in your life. Why knowing kind of that our identity is at the core of everything. It's the basis of, you know, who we are is the basis of what we do, how we act and everything, you know, in our lives. Um, So I want to talk about the importance of that for a second. So let's say you want to 10x yourself or your business and that's the change that you want to make in your life you're like I want to you know make more income I want to be this entrepreneurial powerhouse whatever it is you want to create that positive change so you go to the store and you pick up a book that tells you how to do it right or you listen to a podcast like this one that tells you how to do it that gives you strategies that you know shows you kind of that step-by-step process of how to do that thing that you want to do or create that change that you want to create And those are great and so helpful. I mean, of course, or why would I be doing this? Like, obviously, this is a necessary step in change and in becoming the better, best versions of ourselves. So yes, these are great. But there's something huge that we're missing here. We're missing something that comes before that step. If the core of everything that we do, feel, and think stems from who we are, remember, our identity, our being, if that's first and foremost, then we have to make sure that who we are is going to be capable of doing these things, these strategies I talk about or these actions you want to take. You have to make sure that who you are is capable of doing these things. Because if we try to do them without knowing that we have the characteristics within us to do them, then we're always going to fail right? So let me give you a very basic hypothetical example. You go to the library and you check out the top rated book on how to fly. Step-by-step instructions, science, the whole nine yards. You're like, I'm gonna learn how to fly right now. Okay, cool. Awesome. Great. Amazing. That is the doing part, right? Be, do, feel, being, doing, feeling. That's the doing. You're learning how to do it. So what we need to do is we actually need to go back and figure out who do we fundamentally need to be in order to do. Because step one, be. Step two, do. Step three, feel. Being, doing, feeling. So who do we need to fundamentally be in order to do this? What characteristics of being will allow us to get to the next step, which is doing? Well, first of all, we don't have wings. We literally aren't birds. We don't have wings. So fundamentally, we can't fly. No matter how expert on the subject we may be, no matter how many books on flying we read and learn, we can't because fundamentally our being does not allow us to fly. We do not have 
wings, right? So this is, of course, a silly example because in this case, you can't change that about yourself. We can't change our being in this case. We can't just sprout wings, right? So the beauty is that when we talk about wanting to 10x ourselves or improve, we typically can change our being. We just have to be able to identify what characteristics we need to have and then change them. So let me give you like a better, a little bit more real example. But I wanted to just say that so that you kind of understood where this is all coming from. So let's say you want to 10x your life. And if you guys don't know, which I'm sure a lot of you have heard this phrase 10x, it basically just means like improve greatly, like just become, you know, the 10 times better version of yourself or 10 times your revenue or 10 times your sales. Like it's kind of just this phrase that's used. It doesn't always mean exactly 10 times, but 10x is just kind of that phrase. So let's say you want to 10x your life by creating a silent sales machine. So an online business that makes revenue in your sleep or something of the sort, whatever it is. Let's say you want to 10x your business. So what are some characteristics of being that you would need to possess in order to do this? Well, for one, one thing I would say is commitment, right? And I would say actually commitment is probably a huge characteristic of being for like a lot of changes that you um, would want to make. So if you aren't able to commit to this or if you're not wired subconsciously to be able to commit, if you've always had problems following through or finishing a task, then no matter what you do, you will not be able to do this. You won't commit to getting it done because you're wired to just not be very good at committing. Maybe sometimes you do, but maybe a lot of times you don't, right? So if who you are, if your fundamental being is someone who has a hard time committing, then you can learn how to 10x your business. You can do all the steps. But if you are not someone who is going to commit, it just won't get done and you won't succeed at it. But most people don't take that extra step to first make sure that their fundamental identity is equipped to do the things they want to do. And once you discover this, that, oh, if I can do that, if I can just take one step back for a second and really make sure that who I am, my being, and that I'm operating out of that every single day, that my being is equipped to do this thing, if you can take that extra step, um, you'll unlock an insane amount of potential, And you'll stop noticing kind of roadblocks every step of the way. You won't have so many roadblocks. Everything will just flow because who you are at your core is equipped to do this, to do these kind of things, to make these kind of changes. Okay, so commitment is one characteristic and there may be others, right? Other things that you would need in order to 10x your business. But on to the next step, which is doing, because you remember, we have to figure out what characteristics of being will allow us to do, will allow us to get to that next step of doing. So what do you have to do in order to achieve this? And I'm talking foundational, not specific. So like, yes, you have to learn how to do it. You have to take action steps to actually do it, like generate leads or create your offer or whatever it is. But foundationally, what do you have to do? Or rather, what characteristics of doing do you need to have? I would say that you need to organize, you need to prioritize. If you can't prioritize your time or organize your steps in your process, you won't succeed. So then after you kind of figure out, you know, the foundational like characteristics of doing, so organize, prioritize, all of those things, then the final step is kind of, or in this kind of model of being, doing, feeling is to ask yourself, how would you feel if you already accomplished this? How will you feel when you accomplish this? Imagine, right? And we talk about this all the time on Self-Made Mastery. When it comes to manifesting, we need to operate as though 
it's already been done as though we already have the thing that we want we've already gotten there it's done no talking in the sense of I wish I want I right like it's like I have this thank you for this that's how we talk and we talk about this all the time here on the podcast um so you would te- you've 10x yourself in your business you already have and you need to work from a place of those feelings and emotions because that's how you'll be able to, to attract that kind of achievement into your life. So maybe once you created this business, you'd feel free, right? Maybe you'd feel fulfilled. You'd feel happy. Um, you'd feel like you're making a difference, whatever it is. That is the place and the emotions that you want to be working from every single day. And here is the reality, I want you to really pay attention right now. Most people fail to create change because they work from where they are, not where they want to be. Okay? Most people fail to create change. They work from where they are now. They work from who they are and what they are and where they are now, not where they want to be, not the person they're going to be when this happens, the person that they are when this happens, the way that they feel when this happens. And that's where you need to be operating from. That's so, so, so important to remember. Okay, so to tie all of this together, we need to basically know what makes up who we are. So we're going back again for a second because that was just all to explain that out of these kind of three things that you have to look at, the being part is so important. We cannot do unless we know that who we are and what we are being is equipped, is the right way, like person, the right you know characteristics to take on this doing, to make this change. So to tie all of it together, though, we need to know what makes up who we are. And also, if we don't like who we are currently, how do we reprogram that? And of course, the reprogramming of that is, you know, there are several different ways. There are different things to look at. It's an ongoing process that we talk about in other episodes and we'll continue to talk about, you know, in the future of this podcast. Um, But we'll touch on it a little bit here because I really want you guys to know that this is possible and anyone can do it. So how do, you know, what does make up like who we are? Well, nature and nurture, right? Nature, how we were raised, experiences we have had our whole lives, things we've been taught and told. Um, and though some of it probably is like personality, just who we are in, in nature, who we are when we come out of the womb, a lot of it is also programmed into us from a young age. We've talked about that before too, usually in the context of having limiting beliefs or fixed mindsets stemming from things that you were told or experienced as a little kid. Um, so by this same token, those experiences and things you're told determine who you are, your identity, the type of person you are, the type of things you're good at, the way you act. So let's go back to the commitment example, because I like this. You realize that you have a hard time committing or following through with things, right? Maybe you're like, shoot, that's why I can never you know, accomplish this thing. Like I actually just kind of suck at following through. Honestly, I can sort of relate to this in some ways. Um, So that could come from a number of places, right? Maybe one of your parents was that person who always had new exciting ideas and was always working on a new project and was always super like invested in everything they were doing, but maybe never really followed through. Maybe you watched growing up, you know, your dad have all these fun new ideas and projects, but he never quite like finished them. He would always just move on to the next one. I don't know. This is just an example. Um, And maybe they, you know, your parents or your dad or whoever kind of taught you, whether consciously or not, that it's okay to start things and not finish, right? Like, oh, it's, you know, you can still get places in life 
if you don't finish like all that's important is that you tried something and that you like did something and you weren't just sitting around on your butt right maybe that's what you've learned and maybe you don't even know that you've learned that this is just one example too but maybe you saw that your whole life so your subconscious is programmed to think that that's okay and that is now kind of you know spilled into who you are so the beautiful thing is that we can reprogram this. We can reprogram, rewire our subconscious. So if that is how you are, or if there is something that's been wired in you since, you know, you were little or your whole life and your subconscious is trained to think this way and you're not even consciously thinking about this every single day. This is like in our wiring. This is just who we are. This is that 95% of our brain, that subconscious part of our brain. So a lot of times, like we don't realize we can tap into that. We just have to learn how to tap into it. So it's awesome that we can reprogram our subconscious. And that part that said it's okay to not follow through, we can reprogram that. Like we can change that. But to what, you ask? What should we reprogram that to? Well, that's where we go back to what we've been talking about this whole time. The question of who would I be? What would I do? And how would I feel if I already had blank? So whatever that change is, whatever that goal is, if I already had it, who would I be? What would I do? How would I feel? Once you answer those questions and you begin operating every single day as if you already have it, like in all three of those ways, then you over time are training your subconscious to think you're already there and it will just bring more of those opportunities and more things that align with that notion into your life. So what do you reprogram that part of your brain to? Well, Whatever it is that you're going to, you know, be, do, feel when you have said thing that you want. So if you want to be 10x in your life and you want to have financial freedom and you, you know, you have all these desires, when you get to the root of, okay, who do I need to be? And then what characteristics of doing do I need to possess? And then how am I going to feel? Those are the, that's the answer right there. Those are the things that you're going to reprogram. Instead of thinking, I never follow through with things, you're going to replace that with, you know, I, whatever it is, that that commitment. Like, I, I am a committed human being and I finish things that I start. Um, because if you get to that finish line, you realize that, oh, how did I do this? Well, I did it because I was able to commit and follow through. So, like, you're replacing, that you're acting from that place of already having had it. I hope that makes sense. So remember, the, and the reason this works, right? The reason like you're training your subconscious to think that you're already there um, is because the subconscious mind can't tell the difference between what's real and what's not. So if you operate from the place you want to be versus where you are, then your subconscious mind will think you're already there. And you want that. You want it to think you're already there because as you guys know from having talked about manifestation all the time, that is what will bring more, you know, of those types of things and opportunities and and you know whatever into your life now is when you are kind of already embodying that so now to wrap it up we are going to tie all of this back to the quote at the beginning which was you are where your attention is and I hope it's all starting to kind of make sense now it's all kind of coming full circle you are where your attention is So here's what I mean by that. And here's how this all ties together. I think you guys will have kind of an aha moment. I know that I did. If you're broke, where's your attention? Likely it's on the lack, the fear of not having enough, the desperation to earn more. Therefore, you're broke because that's where your focus is. That's where your attention is on that issue. If you're wealthy, where's your attention? Well, perhaps on wealth, on abundance, on money, on all the lavish vacations you get to go to, right? If you're overweight, Where's your attention? 
well, maybe it's on food because you like food. Maybe it's on the couch. Maybe it's like laziness, whatever it is, whoever you are, wherever your attention is, is what is going to show up in your real life. So your external life is a reflection of your attention. What is actually happening is a reflection of your attention. If you're broke, your attention is on that lack. And this is a concept we've talked about a lot, right? It's one of the very foundational things we've learned, that thoughts become things. What's in front of you is a reflection of your thoughts and your feelings and your beliefs. And manifestation, by definition then, is bringing things forth into your physical reality, so into your external life, using the power and connection of your thoughts, feelings, and beliefs. So this is all kind of tying together, right? We have got to see things as we want them to be and not as they are. We need to see things as we want them to be, operate from a place of where we want things to be as if we already have that, not operate from a place of where they are now. Because guess what? We're never going to move forward. We're never going to progress if we only live in this current existence of who we are and where we are now. Because who we are and where we are now is not doing that thing that we want to do or or achieving that thing that we want to achieve or else it would already be done, right? So who we are now is just not going to get there and we need to understand that. We need to act from a place of where we want to be. We need to see the world as we want it to be and not as it currently is and we need to focus on that. So to recap, because I know this is a lot and it can be a little confusing, If you want to make positive and lasting change in your life, you have to operate from where you want to be, not where you are. And in order to get there, you have to ask yourself, who would I be? What would I do? And how would I feel if blank? And the blank is whatever you want to accomplish, 10xing yourself, whatever it is. And we talked about the importance of the being step. Because without this one, the others won't do anything for you. We have to dig deep. We have to make sure that who we are, our actual identity, our being is equipped to take on the other steps. We have to make sure that who we are is capable of doing that and is the person who has done that, right? So a diet book can tell you how to lose weight. But what if I have the unconscious paradigm that I'm not a committed human, like we talked about earlier? So I pick up the book, but what will I do? I'll not finish the book. Or I'll finish the book and then I won't take any steps after that. And we got to get down to the foundation and change that. We have to change that. Before we pick up that book, we have to change this about ourselves. So although with manifestation we say focus on your desires, focus on what you want, the things you want in your life, while yes, that is still completely true, we also have to make sure that we focus and maybe even more first or at least at the start on ways of being right? Focusing on your ways of being. You won't get to what you want if you don't change your way of being. And I want to make one last point before we go. When you are reflecting and noticing your ways of being or like what should be your ways of being, make sure that you look really hard at your characteristics both externally and internally. So what I mean by that is like let's say that you grew up being taught not to lie, steal, or cheat. Like maybe that was something your parents said and you always like remembered it or you always learned that and you always thought about it in your whole life. That's been your moral compass, not to lie, lie or steal or cheat. So you believe genuinely right now, you believe that you operate with integrity all the time because you were taught that, you know that's in your wiring, you know not to do that. So you operate with integrity. 
and you're confident that you're an honest, integral person because you are. You definitely are. In the external world, you are. But you got to make sure that you are also integral to yourself too. If you decide you're going to wake up in the morning and you're going to work out and then you don't, you have cheated yourself. And therefore, you aren't always the integral person that you thought you were, right? It sounds harsher than it is. I just mean to make sure to challenge even your own current beliefs about yourself. Make sure that they're all accurate because that's the only way we can change is to be honest with ourselves about who we really are, both internally and externally. You may be this amazing, awesome person to everyone else, but you may not even be realizing the ways in which you're cheating yourself, the ways in which you're not committing to yourself. And, you know, we talk about that too all the time, like have a relationship with yourself the way you would your best friend. Treat yourself the way you would your best friend. Would you say all these negative, terrible things to yourself or to your best friend? No. So don't say those things to yourself, right? Because that's the only way we can create change. Be honest with ourselves about who we truly are and then reprogram our subconscious to be who we want to be so that we can then do what we need to do to get where we want to go. Capiche? All right, that is it. I hope you guys got something out of this episode. I really enjoyed this. I feel like this just clicked so much with me and I hope that you guys understand too and just take something amazing away from this. Go let me know on Instagram what you thought of this episode and I can't wait to be back soon with another one. Um, I'm excited to get rolling my Patreon as well. I've been working on that a lot, so I can't wait to be able to actually talk to you guys and have happy hours and just really get to know you because it is so important to me. I want to know everything about you guys, and I cannot wait to incorporate more things like that. So without, I almost said without further ado, but this is the end of the episode. So I'll talk to you guys next week. Love you so much, and go keep killing it out there. Bye-bye. Hey there, the holidays are here, so it's good to know Kroger can save you some time with free pickup on all your fresh favorites. Whether your traditions call for a hearty helping of juicy ham, ample apple pie, or Aunt Sue's legendary twice-stuffed stuffing, Kroger has got you covered. So order for free pickup at Kroger.com or the app, and get more time to get your holiday on when you grab your groceries curbside. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. 